Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that a success story. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Have you ever felt depressed about work only to have your dad be like, why are you so down? So you told him you hate your job and he said, well, you better talk yourself out of it. And then you thought, hmm, I love to talk. I could host a podcast. And then you went to Spreaker from iHeart and started a podcast and got good at it, then monetized it, then quit your boring job, then told your dad, thanks for the advice. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant. And I don't understand what a podcast is, but you seem happy. So that's great, kiddo. You ever do that? Well, you could. At Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Ask your dad. You actually don't. T-Pain is just as bad at social media as the rest of us. We need to talk about all the lies we were told in school that we believed way too long. And we're talking with brand new Real Housewife of New York, Ebony K. Williams. It's April 30th, 2021. Hey, friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen Leconti. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So, Casey, let's start with something light today. The lies we were told in school that so many of us believe to this day. TikTok user, official TikTok nurse, started the trend by asking other users to chime in. Tell me, what is something they told you in school that you found out is a complete lie? I'll go first. You won't always have a calculator on you. Well, would you look at that? (laughs) Not only do I carry a calculator on me every day, I carry a GPS as well. Other lies included that Christopher Columbus, quote, discovered America, that if you eat gum, you won't digest it for seven years and that you can't swim for an hour after you eat. One lie that got the biggest response, though, and this was actually personally shocking to me as well, that animals sleep for months at a time when they hibernate. A lot of people still believe that, but that's not what hibernation is. I I believed it too. I think that was a big day for our team on Slack. I think I like dropped that one because I was like, what do you guys think hibernation means? And we all were like, when the animal goes to sleep for months. (laughs) And that's not the case. (laughs) So what is it really? It's like a slowed metabolism or something? Yeah, it's a slowed metabolism. They're just like, don't need to eat, uh, you know, like, because they're storing it and stuff, but they're like still awake. Whereas I was like, they're conked out. That is wild. Okay, well, I have one of these that I Ooh. learned in school, and I, I bet you did too, that there's only five senses. Oh, that's a what's, total lie. What are the other ones? There's like endless, like balance and Ugh. like and like depth perception. There's like all that there's like many, many, many senses. Okay. But the idea that I, there's only five is totally arbitrary. 
I do want to like someone to have a very big conversation with people who make not just our history textbooks because cough, cough, Columbus and every other every other moment in history that we see through the white lens. (laughs) But that's a whole other conversation. But I mean, yeah, I feel like I want to know who's writing these and making them digestible because maybe we should be telling the kids the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a novel concept, Casey. (laughs) Oh, another one is that like your tongue has the different sections on your mouth, like sour and sweet. That's not true. It's not true. Yeah. (laughs) See, I'm teaching you things now. You definitely are. My God, this is a lot. This is a lot. Okay, so next I want to talk about something that I find just absolutely hilarious. And that is this TikTok from T-Pain. The rapper very recently realized there was an entire extra folder of DMs on Instagram that he hadn't responded to because he didn't know it existed. And here's what he had to say about the whole thing. I was today years old when I found out about the request folder on Instagram that's full of celebs trying to reach me. Dude, is that Fergie? SMH. I've been accidentally straight up ignoring all these people for like two years. And the tweets that have followed are absolutely perfect. User Run with Skizzers wrote, quote, losing it at this TikTok T-Pain put up about how he accidentally ignored a ton of celebrities messaging him on Instagram. LMAO, anxiety is real and stars, they're just like us. And at Legs Like Woe noted, quote, the amount of songs that's finna say featuring T-Pain in 2022. Okay, so this is absolutely wild to me. And it answers a question that I've always had, which is like, how do celebrities manage their inboxes? Because they must right. be so inundated. Like, how do celebrities manage to DM each other when their inboxes must be flooded? So I guess there's this like folder for celebrities. I was going to say like, there should be. It should be where all like the blue check marks ones go into stuff like this. But I do highly suggest watching the TikTok because he basically scrolls through his inbox. And so you can kind of see like the first five words of every message, which is my true dream to see on anyone's phone or inbox. I looked at all them, but he's getting messages from like Fergie. The best was, I think it was um, from Viola Davis's. It looks like her assistant, but still Viola Davis was trying to get in contact with T-Pain and T-Pain's just over here like- What Davis want with T-Pain? I need to know. And we don't know because- T-Pain had no clue. I saw one message that was from uh, Diplo and it just said, hey, boss. Um, I saw uh, there was Carrie Hilson in there. Tyler Cameron from The Bachelor was yep. in there. Some oh. thirsty people wanted to talk to T-Pain. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on. As you all might know, we are huge fans of the Real Housewives franchise. And with a new season coming soon from the Real Housewives of New York, we have so many questions. From how they handled filming during a pandemic to addressing the Black Lives Matter movement, we need a real insider to tell us everything. To discuss the new season of Real Housewives of New York, we're joined by the one and only Ebony K. Williams. Hi, Ebony. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Casey. So we have a lot to talk about, including your podcast. But first, you are talking to two huge Housewives fans. We are even huge in a group chat. We are in a group chat together where we just talk about Housewives. Yes. So exciting. Well, that makes three of us, actually. <laughs> so. Oh, good. 
That's awesome. So the New York premiere is next week. I can't believe it. I know, right? We've been, you can't believe it. We can't believe it. We've been We've waiting been for so counting down long. the days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you already have such an impressive career as an attorney, a journalist, and an analyst. I have to know, how did you end up on the show? What made you want to take this on? You know, I am a sucker for an opportunity uh, to change the narrative you know, and to kind of disrupt space. And as a huge Housewives fan and a huge Roni fan in particular, you know, this really felt like a very cool opportunity to really just kind of change the game and, you know, add an an element that's totally different for this franchise and for this group of women. Um, And also, you know, have a little bit of fun. You know, I've spent the majority of my career in extremely serious spaces about extremely important issues. And I continue that work, but this was a little bit of a departure um, and I felt like it was time for me to do something a little more fun. So Bravo released the show's new opening titles, which includes your tagline, quote, I've had to work twice as hard for half as much, but now I'm coming for everything. Ebony, that's a fantastic tagline. <laughs> I'm so curious. Did you get to pick that tagline and what does it mean to you? Thank you, Stephen. And great delivery as well. Um, oh, thank you. I've yeah. been practicing. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I wrote that tagline and it was really important for me, you know, to be truly authentic to my experience, right? As a woman, as a black woman, as a black woman of a particular age, I'm coming into this show. And uh, I'm grateful that Shed, our production company, and Bravo have been very trusting of me uh, around my insistence, uh, quite frankly, of of showing up in this space in this way. And I think it's going to serve the season really well. So how much of a Bravo fan were you before joining the show? You know, what was it like meeting each of these women who you were probably already very familiar with, or, you know, at least familiar with their quote unquote housewives persona? Well, see, that's it, Casey. I was very familiar with their housewives persona. And as somebody who's been in television in a very different capacity than reality, but still in television and media for the past 10 years myself, you know, I just kind of had enough experience to know that quote, trying to meet people on air, not a good look, you know? So I was really committed to kind of dismissing and divorcing myself from the preconceived notions and conclusions I'd reached as a fan, huge fan, never missed an episode of pretty much Roni, Potomac, Atlanta, Orange County, and Dallas. So I just really separated myself from like, okay, this is the Ramona, Luann, Sonia, and, you know, one season of Leah that I've been exposed to. And I'm not going to think that that means I know these women. Just throw that out the window. And I think it really set us up for a position to really connect on an authentic level. But you know what? That's so interesting because it's like you are one of the few who doesn't see the unedited version of them. So you do, you might, you know, have different opinions of them because we only see what producers and editors want us to see. So you get to see all sides of them. Yeah, I think they're pretty much as advertised, though. I got to say, after, you know, working with them now and spending a lot of time together throughout, um, you know, our filming experience and after, you know, that's the thing, even when the cameras go down, uh, I think we wrapped in mid-February. I mean, we still talk all the time. I mean, I think I talk to Leah literally every other day. I talk to Ramona all the time. Lou, like, yes, yes, Sonia. You know, it's true what they say about Sonia that, like, she can be a little missing in action, but she's there in spirit. You know, like, I, I, she's my spirit. No, I really, I promise, no shade. She's my spirit animal. We're both very um, introverted people. And so we're not, you know, like gab fest types, but it's like, I love you. You know, I love you. I'll see you when I see you. And when I do see you and talk to you, it's all love. That's how Sonia is. 
Well, Ebony, we have way more to unpack with you, which we're going to do right after the break. It. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hey, this is Paris Hilton. Last year, I revealed the story of my abuse at Provo Canyon School. Since then, thousands of survivors have come forward. Now, I'm on a mission to expose the truth of the entire industry. In this weekly investigative podcast, me and my host, Rebecca Mellinger and Caroline Cole, will examine one infamous teen treatment facility each season. First up, Provo Canyon School. This one is personal. When you first get there, you have to experience girls screaming, locked up, peeing themselves, in the hallway sleeping. And you're like, where am I? Holy heck, this is not what I expected. Listen to Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Gangster Chronicles podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities. We just discuss the ramifications and repercussions of these activities. Because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. Our Heart Radio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangster Chronicles podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. We're talking with Ebony K. Williams. So, Ebony, you are the first black cast member in the New York franchise, which is long overdue. And also, I would imagine this would be a, a wild time to be taping your first season of reality TV in the middle of a pandemic and in the midst of an American reckoning on racism with the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. Will we see some of these conversations about race play out in the coming season? Boy, will you. Um, <sighs> you're going to see it soon. Um, I don't know. Have you guys seen uh, the first episode? No. No. Okay. Oh, um, I haven't seen anything yet. Oh my gosh. Well, you, all I can tell you is you don't have to wait long um, to <laughs> see, to see, you know, our, you know, kind of entry point into those conversations. You know, like you guys said, like two things happened at the same time that I think were really great opportunities for us as castmates uh, and new friends, right? We, the pandemic, as awful as it is, it removed a lot of distractions. And then on top of it, the racial reckoning that you point out, Stephen, was happening in real time. And it, created a dynamic where it was an unavoidable reality, you know, that we have to address these things as women, as potential new friends and kind of get some 
clarity here on where we each stand in this moment. And then the other thing was, I think, filming during this pandemic, when, you know, it was widely reported, we had a lot of false starts and people were exposed to COVID and we had, you know, uh, a castmate get sick at some point during the season. I mean, it was a lot. And so coming through that together, although we go through a whole lot of ups and damn downs, right? But we did survive that experience as a, as a unit. And I think that was um, really strengthening for us. So I also want to talk about your podcast, Holding Court. You, along with co-host Dustin Ross, are offering honest, frank legal analysis. You know, you're discussing the same type of cases that they're discussing on CNN or Fox News, but from a perspective and a voice we don't get to see on TV. Has it been helpful to have this kind of an outlet over the past six months? Oh, it's been everything for me, to be honest with you both. It's really the favorite thing that I do of, you know, kind of all of the mini hats that I wear. A, I would say that people that are looking to get to know me in addition to what they see on Revolt or even what they're going to see on Housewives or even what they may be read in my first book, Pretty Powerful, listen to Holding Court. Seriously, it is a full, unadulterated entree of my personality and my, you know, legal scholarship, but also, you know, you get to see just how crazy and ridiculous I really am. And I do. I love that I'm tackling the biggest headlines in legal news, but from a place that people can really get it, you know, because that's the point. Like as, uh, you know, a trial attorney by experience and trade, it can be a very elite space. You know, it's like if you are not of the most privileged of society, and I mean that in terms of race, socioeconomic status, even geographic region, uh, you're not going to understand what a lot of this law and justice stuff really means. And so that's what we do on Holding Course. We break it down for everybody to get it. Yeah. And you've covered everything on the podcast from the Free Britney movement to the Derek Chauvin mm-hmm. trial. Uh, you focused on the Derek Chauvin trial in your most recent episode. And you said, quote, this is the verdict that I wanted. It's not the verdict I took for granted. So were you surprised by his conviction? Frankly, I was, Stephen. I mean, I, I hate that I was, but I but listen, I, again, I've practiced law for many years and you never know what a jury's going to do, even despite the most obvious, compelling evidence to, you know, 11 of us, a jury only takes one individual for any litany of reasons to find that reasonable doubt. And was that possible? Of course it was. And would that have led to even more chaos and heartbreak and I think devastation in our country? Absolutely. So it was the verdict that I was hoping for, but not for one second did I presume that that's where we would we would end up. Yeah. And, and what do you think we'll see at his sentencing in June? You know, as I also said on holding court, you know, this is to me where, where we're going to really tell the tale of how much accountability we really have gotten here. A sentence to me of anything less than 15 years for a second degree murder charge says that it's, it's not serious accountability. You know, um, when you start seeing those sentences of 10 years, eight years, even 12 years, those are manslaughter sentences. And this man was convicted of not one, but two counts of murder, uh, second and third degree, in addition to the manslaughter charge. So uh, I need to see at least 15 years or I don't take the verdict seriously. Absolutely. Well, Ebony, thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, I think we are beyond excited to watch the next season and to listen to your podcast, Holding Court. Awesome. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Stephen. That's it for today. Come back and join us on Monday. Oh, and Casey, would you like to leave us off with your own Real Housewives tagline? (laughs) Oh, you know I want to do that. Okay, let's hear it. And remember, I might be from the City of Angels, but if you cross me, I'll drag you to hell. That's incredible. Can I share mine? Please do. Okay, great. All right, this is my tagline. I'm super gay, but I always shoot straight. (laughs) That is perfection.
<laughs> Thank you. BuzzFeed Daily is produced by Dan Bauza, Alan Haberchak, Julia Karen, and Erica Nedidine. Special thanks to Samantha Hennig and Tommy Wesley. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. The NFL is back, and the NFL app has you covered. So get ready for football all season long and just tap into the NFL app. NFL, baby, let's make it happen. Just tap in to watch your local and primetime games all season, now through Super Bowl 56. For the end zone, touchdown! Get up-to-the-minute news, videos, highlights, stats, and more on all your favorite teams and rookies to watch. Welcome to the NFL! Download to your mobile device today at nfl.com slash mobile or in your app store. Certain restrictions and data rates may apply. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh my God, I want to come through the screen and hug you. Hey everybody, Jessica Zor here, also known as Vanessa Abrams on Gossip Girl. I am so excited to share my new podcast with you guys. It's called XOXO and it's a walk down memory lane all about Gossip Girl. I'll chat with some of the cast, crew, fans of the show, and I'm just so pumped for you guys to go on this journey with me. Hi, I'm Ed Westwick. I played Chuck Bass. Is this Michelle Trachtenberg? I'll never tell. Hey, I'm Taylor Momsen, and I play Jenny Humphrey. Hi, I'm Sebastian Stan, and I played Carter Payson. That was one of the reasons I liked the character Jenny so much, is that she was very relatable. The whole thing was such a joy for me to do, and I was just so thankful that people responded the way they did to what we were doing. This really was just, like, wonderful. I, like, have, like, warm feelings inside. Yeah, me too. I'm giving you air hugs. Listen to XOXO on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.